0: Just wait for the countdown, man. No. Just, just
1: wait for it. Just wait for the countdown. I'm getting better. No,
0: ah, it's the low life podcast. You know, um, we're still here. We're not gone. We just took a fucking month off, and still, so you wish you you could do that at your job. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's holiday I, it's, season. You are not going to find us hanging in our closets. We're we're, we're still very much alive. We're here. Yes. How you doing? Yeah, 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 yeah. We're
0: still, you know, holding up. We're, we're we're basically we all become bears. You can take that mm-hmm. however you want. And um,
1: <laughs> I, no, we a, were just saying in the in the in the in our uh, our pre episode chat, we're not trying to be edge lords about it, but we're not big on the Christmas season. Yeah. I no. personally am still carrying a lot of retail related PTSD and uh, yeah. Yeah, it's not always a, a huge fun time for me. Yeah, I thanks, just feel like-
0: Thanksgiving or New Year's can just I, I just you know, I whatever.
1: Yeah, no, I'm not it's
0: about the only time of the year that I actually yeah. would like consider drinking whiskey. Because mm-hmm. I like to teleport through whiskey.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it helps. I yeah. don't it's an tell you that skill if you can master it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's
0: a tricky, tricky thing. Not enough, you just get a headache. Too much, you get a headache, throw up, and buy video games that you have to explain.
1: Yeah, it's a lot like
2: spice. Yeah, 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 yeah. From do uh, not the weird thing you get at a gas station.
0: Except your um, okay. Thanks
1: for clarifying. Was your nose turns
0: red <laughs> instead of your eyes turning blue. Anyhow, uh, we are. Ju- <laughs> I'm joined by Zero.
1: Hello. Once again, uh, listeners, uh, we're back uh, for another installment of the Low Life Podcast.
0: Yep. And and, and also scum.
2: Hello. You have seasonal depression scum. (sighs) So, like, how you guys
1: doing? You okay? fucking house blew up near us, man. (laughs) Well, since you asked. Fuck, man. uh closer to coin ops than myself but yeah just like and as as i pointed out in the, in the discord chat this seems kind of happens every couple years that a house in the northern uh maryland dc area seems to explode and uh it's fucking mm-hmm. wild what goes on like in our capital i swear i don't think it was a protest about you know a, a crash or a display or, or christmas lights i think <laughs> i think it was something deeper than that yeah, yeah yeah
0: we don't we don't we don't we don't know a lot other than the fact that it took him like a day to be like yeah we found human remains we think it's him i'm like oh yeah i saw the video
2: <laughs> they played the whole thing they played the whole thing on like public on like network news because i was watching oh. it with my grandfather and i'm like all right oh. how bad is it gonna be you know and i'm watching it. it's a nice house it was a nice house and, and, and i'm like all right what's what's it gonna do idea. and yeah, this fucking—they show the whole thing. I'm like this fucking thing—it's like a neighbor's phone cam. Yeah, mm-hmm. like the whole right side just goes away.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The so I posted the, the video on up. Twitter, um, and I think the the local uh, Fox Five station interviewed him. There's like some. There's a raw cut of the interview. Oh wow! You you you'll see the kid. He he looks like he's just this dude. and He's got this like faraway look looking. his just a smile on his face. <laughs> that is the face of adrenaline and shock. <laughs> Like you've you've literally just seen like a movie explosion in front of yes, you. except that's, this one is like what it would actually do as opposed to just a bunch of pyrotechnics and some cool air yeah. effects. Like this was and this was a full
1: There was already first responders and people there. That's why they were running, you know, they rolling their camera. It was kind of the back
0: backstory on it was this guy had been firing flares out over the key elementary school. Yeah, like thirty of them. Uh, George Mason Boulevard in 66 like uh, they said 30 to 40 flares. So they showed up and they, they're like, hey, uh, look, we weren't going to do nothing, but you were firing
1: flares out your fucking window. And <laughs> like so they're going warrant yeah. because we want to see what else you got in there. And then, yeah, the, can then the, stand-off started the, started. the police will come for just one flare from speaking from experience that will come for just oh, one. Yeah. flare. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: When you fire like that many. Also, that implies like you have like a stockpile. That's a lot of I flares. I mean, that's a lot of flares.
3: That's a, that's lot, a lot of flares.
0: flares. That's like a couple of Chewbacca bandoliers worth. You know, like he was <laughs> really going at it. And, and, yeah. and so like there was a standoff SWAT showed up. There was a, like a fire truck was already there. They had apparently. See, here's the thing. Nobody really kind of knows what blew it up yet. They're doing all the testing and whatnot. It's entirely possible. It could have turned like a stove on, you know, let the gas run. But mm-hmm. he wouldn't have been functioning. You know, mm-hmm. he wouldn't have been yelling at them. And apparently he fired something in the house. My theory is that it could have been something like, I don't know, he had propane tanks or something, or he had like
2: tannerite. Like yeah, I would you say know. Ta- uh, tannerite's a good gas. Uh, so you, like you get a lot of tannerite for not a lot of money and you could just have that. Yeah. You know, you he could just have just be, had
0: it in his kitchen and just yeah, been you like just hey.
2: buy tannerite.
0: Yeah, because part of their thing is they shut the gas off to a house if they're about to
2: do some shit. Yeah,
0: and the, I don't the, think uh, anybody
2: expected it to like turn into like a gun battle, no or, like one. explosion, oh. because they're like, kind of like, okay, some kook is firing off a shit ton of flares. I guess we got to go talk to him,
0: mm-hmm. and they did. Like they they really <laughs> held it off. Like they weren't shooting into the house. They didn't. I, I don't even know if this was at the point where like there was an exchange. A cop was saying like, "Hey, I can't hear you," mm-hmm. and then it was just like pop, boom, and there's this inflatable snowman like. If you're facing the house, it's like near, like a foreground, like kind of like. That's straight. right. And I, there's this one cut of it where they show the explosion. They show the explosion in slow motion, and that dude's bottom kicks out before the front, the top. Like the the force of whatever happened also came out of like the windows in the basement, and just like kicked its ass before like the rest of the house kind of went up. It was yeah. it's fucking wild. It was like really wild here's the thing like I didn't hear it we were sitting there we were watching that uh, blue eye samurai big recommendation that's fucking mm. amazing and I like we live close enough to like the freeway highway that we'll hear like a thunk from a train or you know whatever if it's cold enough you know the, the, the force travels through the ground when it's colder and stuff like that and then this kind of happened around like 830 we were like oh. yeah like we didn't even notice it dogs didn't bark
2: I swear, I, only only you would be like, yeah, house exploded. And I was like, eh.
3: Well,
0: it wasn't even
2: that. It's just like, it,
0: I had, there was like a 4% like, hey, this that was, def- I don't know, man, whatever. And then we get a text like, hey, are you guys okay? And we're like, what? And they're like, yeah, house blew up. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, that was, boom. Text phone calls telling everybody, yes, we're okay. All right,
2: everything's fine. So how bad. much it's of greater was it? You said you what passed it. it.
0: Well, not really. I couldn't get close to it because they still got that area like kind of roped off. Seriously, but the, there was it was right by a fire station anyway. Like right around the corner is a fire station, and then like across the street from that, across George Mason is is a McDonald's, and then across okay, the street yeah. and up a I block know exactly is the where that Patella. is. Okay, yeah. So it's like, like I, I, I think we went to that Pupatella. <laughs> like it's it's <laughs> yeah. literally it's like three hundred yards from that. <laughs> you know, like it was really close. I feel, um, like, how
2: lonely i feel bad kind of feel bad for the guy because it's like how lonely and internet poisoned do you have to be yeah man like I, like I said i was scanning
1: his screed and i didn't see anything too disturbing it was kind of garden variety kook stuff but yeah well, he um, thought
0: his neighbors man. were spies and he had like photos of them and he was like here's his address this guy is unfortunately
1: a spy. unfortunately like his profile
0: was like defund the fbi defund the cia and i'm sitting there going like yeah I mean, the first half you yeah. know like
2: unfortunately <laughs> you he lives where he lives and i've been to where you guys live and unfortunately he was probably right i was like because, yeah <laughs> you just I mean, share the train but
3: I mean,
0: here's the thing the guy the guy could easily be something worse or better mm-hmm. who knows i mean i don't know this dude and i don't you want to cast any aspersions and shit like that this guy probably just like read one clancy book too many and just <laughs> that was you
2: know he. i'm gonna buy a fucking pallet of ten, right. His his. And it's weird, too, because it, 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 stuff is like, I don't know, like, first
0: third of Alex Jones's career. Like, it, it's like seeded with early Art Bell, but then perverted into that early Alex Jones. Like, mm. I'm going to go make a scene at the DMV kind of shit. you know? Except, <laughs> like, this is like two ticks higher. I don't know, it, was, it was really, really fucking bizarre. But, yeah, huh. it's weird. They had all this fucking tape up still, like, at the fire station. You know, and that that was the weird part. And here's the thing: that house that blew up was a duplex, and the mm-hmm. guy apparently, like, the cops knew it because he was threatening people with a knife who were trying to well, buy that's the unit car.
1: next to him. That's the thing. It was like the cops were like, well, we really <laughs> didn't have him on our radar except for these several really disturbing incidents. Of course, yeah, you know, yeah of, of course. Where you know, threatening someone? With the knife, noise the ones.
0: Yeah, I, it's it. Every time, but, for, but they had. It's funny they they evacuated everybody in the surrounding like houses and stuff, like within you know like a one house block around them at least two houses or something like that about 90 minutes before the house exploded, <laughs> which <sighs> man, I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine like,
2: Oh God, I would fucking hate if I was next to that. Yeah. There's the thing
0: I, I think about all the time, like since we moved here is, is that like, there's a higher probability here, even here as opposed to home or like even Chicago that someone on your block is a stockpile like a little actual actual drop stuff in their house. Yeah. Unfortunately.
3: Um, So uh, we used to
0: have this bar up at the end of the street and they did this thing where they'd serve you a rocks class as a shot. So like for $5, you were getting this like cup of tequila (laughs) and people would just talk about what they had in their house. And it was just really interesting to be like, where do you live? You know, I'm just like, yeah, how many blocks away? Cool. (laughs)
1: Just want to know Uh, which way not to walk. When I was in college over in Sterling, this uh this older guy who was kind of a shut-in, he passed and his son had to clean out his house. And next thing we know, uh, this was like a block from my buddy's house. And next thing we know, there's like cops and ATF vans rolling up. And apparently the guy was like a super gun hoarder and had tons of explosives. And when his kids went in there, it was like a ridiculous amount of ammunition and stuff from making bullets and all kinds of just. It's next door, you know, just down the street, like white picket fence. Uh
0: huh. It's Wild.
1: Oh, well, live in America, guys.
2: <laughs> so that was
0: that's that was fucked up. Um yeah, not at all But you know what? It's not. GC- that was Monday.
2: Area. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Uh
0: I guess today uh University of Las Vegas, Nevada had a sh- mass shooting.
1: Oh. I guess really? They got
0: yeah, I guess they got the guy after uh 4-10. literally
1: can't so, keep up. Yeah, can Yeah.
0: I think the Onion should just post that daily. Mm -hmm. That that, no way to stop this claims only nation where it happens. Yeah, Um, absolutely. Yeah.
3: Mm
0: -hmm. Anyway, uh, look, just this is the penultimate episode of the season. I've been wanting to say that for fucking ever, and (laughs) it's uh, well, we, we, as you can tell, we've been kind of taking a break here at the end of the year, and this whole last quarter in general, uh, mentally, we are fried.
1: Yeah. Current events but, um, have been difficult to follow and to catalog, and to not just scream yeah. in your pillow about. Uh, honestly, right, yeah.
0: brain and, and, is
2: disjointed, hard to maintain.
0: Uh, yeah, and a uh, lot, a lot, a lot of stuff personally going on. Uh, just like a lot of loss in general. Uh, a lot of good people aren't with us, and it's it's kind of taking its toll to a certain degree. Yeah. But um, we we're. So so we're doing, like, you know, your shit. We're doing, like, movie reviews and stuff just to kind of, like, decompress because I, none of us really have, like, the focus or time, uh, most importantly, to, like, get that deep dive drill down like we like to do properly. And at the same time, we really haven't done a lot of movie reviews lately, and we decided we would just, like, dive into a whole bunch of them.
1: It's, fun. it's we got too you. much, really, to review. There's too much to go into. So uh, we just mm-hmm. had a little slice of cyberpunk and cyberpunk-related media that we've been enjoying this year not not necessarily from this year but things that we have been enjoying this year and we thought we would share them with everyone yeah exactly it's it's kind mm-hmm.
0: of you know i don't believe in best of anything because your moods change your taste change you know something that you liked i mean my yeah. god i thought like star wars was the best movie when i was two and then i saw network <laughs> and i was like what was i fucking thinking like star Wars still <laughs> enjoyable but like this fucking rules you know like you change your time changes everything changes so you know we have these like revolving clouds of things that speak to us, you know. And and in, in this particular instance, we decided instead of doing like a best of list, we picked like
3: eh,
0: f- f- ish things that really popped out at us just this year. Whether we discovered them, you know, this year or like you know, zero said or we you know they came out this year.
2: Yeah. So they, uh, they may not have necessarily come out this year, but we've
1: discovered them this year.
2: Exactly.
0: Let's explain it one more time. It may have. No, I'm kidding.
1: <laughs> it's not necessarily that thing with yeah. stuff. Who's going first? <laughs> what are words? Uh, I think that's uh, you, Chief.
0: Scum? Or me?
2: Oh, yeah, I'll do it. Uh, I'll do it. Fine.
0: I got to go last. I got to go last.
2: Okay. Yeah. okay. We, th- we talked about this before we started recording. We're I not totally blanked on that. Yeah no, bro- yeah, no, my brick Yeah, no. See?
0: See, folks? Oh, God. <laughs> this so, a, I guess gotta... we're recording an episode for you, but this is also very much what it's like behind the scenes. You know?
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. what even, uh, What even is a podcast? We like to tear just... away the veil. Just
2: show it all. Yeah. And that's why when we do another live group chat... You should join our Discord and come uh, hang out with us. Yeah, a lot it'll,
0: be, it'll be coming up in the next couple of weeks. So and if you fun. enjoy
2: what we do, patreon.com slash Neon Dystopia.
0: Yeah, kick us a buck. It'd be great.
2: Yeah, we need to start doing that at the top. Anyway. Yeah, see. It's in the notes. Anyway, writing this down. Yep. Anyway, I got a couple books. I got a few music uh, I got a few music albums. Got <laughs> my bread blank. Holy shit, I'm tired Music albums you know, and, and music, music films. Yes. <laughs> so my first book was this is actually out of my late grandmother's collection. Now this book's interesting because I've literally sat next to this book like my entire life. This has been on a bookshelf like in my vicinity growing up. mm mm-hmm. In just
3: Mein Kampf. <laughs>
2: <laughs> God. <laughs> no. Uh, so this is not, just like <laughs> in my vicinity. I just never looked at it and I'm like, oh, well, you know, let me this looks interesting, you know, going through my growing, there's old books. Mm-hmm. Is uh I found it's called Midnight Blue, the Sanja B- Sanja Blue collection by Nancy A Collins.
1: You know, okay. Nancy A Collins. Sounds like some steamy beach reading, sir. It's like sounds the like edgy, some steamy beach like reading. Keep going. Watch. I got to take this call. Keep going. <laughs> It's like the edgiest,
2: like, so basically it's like Nancy a. Collins is a writer. She's done like a lot of book work in like comics, uh, movie, like all sorts of, all sorts of things. And uh for this, she's like, and reading this, she, God, she's like the godmother of urban fantasy, you know, hmm. like for the goth punk aesthetic of like Vampire the Masquerade. <clears throat> And it's interesting is because the people who made this collection, Midnight Blue, back I think in like 95, the book, the copyright of the book is, was White Wolf. White
1: Wolf, you know, publisher, this creator, vampire. sounds a little familiar now that you're talking about
2: yeah, it. Okay. like man kind of
1: territory.
2: Kind of, yeah. Like, like there was a period of time White Wolf wanted to be an actual publisher. So they published huh. a few collections of stuff that they liked.
0: Oh boy, yeah, they did. Like
2: okay, I remember <gasps> yeah, this, yeah. Did. Yeah, I'll be using myself as the dog spark. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Keep So like midnight blue is a collection of like the first three. I think there's a fourth one that came out much later, but the first three, like Sandra blue novels. And it's basically like, it, again, it's urban fantasy. So it's all like Constantine kind of shit. All vampires are real, except they're like parasitic demons in this instead of like, just like undead. Uh, also awesome. ogres are ogres are real fairies are fucked up uh they're seraphim like the homeless person who's talk, talking to himself on the corner yeah that's an angel uh
1: yeah i think i remember this it, more and
2: more now that you're talking about it honestly yeah like this is kind of like something that never really came up and it's funny because i just grew up next to this book and just never looked at it this I is totally totally like, in my wheelhouse
1: yeah. in uh in high school yeah and it's I like remember re- that
0: they existed they had the like green sort of like Cover like the frame around everything that deep green, sort of
2: yeah, with this, marbleized, thing, marbleized. It's, you know, it's yeah, marvelized, yeah, 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 because it's like Sanja Blue doesn't have anywhere in var- It's like the world it occupies, Nancy A. Collins, like created herself, it has nothing to do with Vampire the Masquerade, even though White Wolf mm-hmm. published it, yeah, but it's kind of like an honorary kind of thing because, like, Sanja Blue's like, oh, she's so cool, she has a leather because you know, came out in '95, so it's like she has yeah. a leather jacket and mirror shades, but her eyes yeah, are kind of red, fucked up, and yeah. <laughs> the best way I could, it's trying to find the vampire that created her so she could kill him. you know, it, it's a uh, junk, it, but it's so much fun and it's really yeah. well written and it's like, don't go into it ever thinking this is going to be like high literature. It was exactly what I needed, you know, like, yeah. it's easy reading and I highly recommend it. It's like, it's great fun. Yeah. Sounds like fun stuff. It is. It's wonderful. It's oh God, God, you could just write anything in the 90s, huh? Oh, <laughs> they anything. did they, and they made it. movies out of them.
0: Yeah, yeah. Some of them were good.
1: <laughs> look at you, a look. mimic.
2: <laughs> so, my other next book, uh, my ups for twenty twenty three. I mean, this kind one of, you mean, just had that laying around the house, though. I mean, yeah, yeah no, it's one I of those things had, like, where like where it just this,
1: barbarian novels, you know. <laughs> well, dude, it's like
2: you know, since my grandmother's passed, I find a lot of like stuff and parallels that kind of definitely describe like. I'm like, yeah, she wasn't to that, you know, like in reason why I am the way I am, because, you know, That's she raised me, you awesome. know, mm-hmm. it, it, yeah, it, it's wild, you know, and I could, it's just funny to think that my grandmother was reading this. You know what I mean?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> so anyway, another book I think you guys are familiar with, I think you, I think uh, you recommended it to me was. Oh, God, we're fucked with the book, basically Uh the Ministry of the Future. Kim oh, Stanley cool.
1: Robinson.
2: Yeah, I, I definitely to talk about this yeah. yeah, I haven't I finished it 100%. yet, so we're not. Yeah, like I haven't wrote, finished it yet, so we're not going to get too much into the plot. But oh, I just
0: finished it yesterday; it was fantastic.
2: Oh, ah, so, I'm *The Ministry of Future*. For those that it, don't know, I got
1: a couple hundred pages left.
2: Is yeah. a book, incredibly exhaustively researched book by Kim Stanley Robinson, that is probably the most realistic depiction of what's going to happen to the world. Due to climate change and well, uh, I,
1: I, I, you know what you it's really were... that's
2: predictive I, I don't think it's like eh. predictive in, in so much as like you it's know sci-fi
1: explore.
0: is and it's, it's like setting it in the it. future and stuff like that i don't think this is necessarily gonna happen but i think it's as
1: close as we, you know, we've seen
2: it's, I, yeah, the opening of this book is so fucking portrayed. harrowing
1: oh, it's extremely God. realistically portrayed it's really well done
2: well, dude, it's I, happening I, now. You ever heard about that Taylor Swift concert where like people were fucking dying because it was like a hundred. One person degrees. died outside,
0: and it sucked. one hundred thirty something
1: die. degrees and shit. But this is a little different than that. Yeah, the beginning was. Like a read. I was.
0: Constant. I started yeah. reading this when we were having like the hundred and the summer, five degree right? days in the summer. <laughs> Y'all, yep, yep, this summer yep. and the, yeah, the it smoke. Will you. You. <laughs>
1: it will haunt yep. you. No, it's oh, really excellently done. Oh, go ahead. No, sorry, I'm stepping on your toes here. <laughs> No, don't worry about it. Well, we
0: all
2: read it, so now
0: we're all like, "Yeah, was
1: say, really guys, this is really good." You know, like,
2: yeah, it is. It's fucking it awesome. Is. It is. It book. just just understand the first chapter is basically like the worst case scenario.
0: You could read it outside <laughs> on the coldest day of the year, and you'd be fine
2: in oh, shorts. Yeah. When you're describing the sun coming up like a bomb going off,
1: mm-hmm. that's yeah. that's what got me. We're, it's, we're, it's great. That's a most of there's a big climate tragedy in the beginning of the book, and the UN decides to set uh, set up a, a ministry for the future that's supposed to advocate for the peoples of the future. And it kind of goes through them being a little toothless and trying to get stuff done, and then having to go like kind of clandestine to get things done. And there's other groups at work in the world that are not them that are doing things like in terroristic fashion. It's a really well-thought-out, well-done book. It's really scary. And it's like, yeah, the only way that some of these yeah. – things are going to happen as if some very difficult choices are made uh, for maybe reason sure. the world.
2: Yeah, no, it was basically like, maybe we should kill billionaires.
1: <laughs> it kind of boils I mean, down to I like to the... Whatever whatever kind of, of, right up to the point of saying that, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, he's got drone
0: swarms, <clears throat> he's got this missile that is just absolutely horrifying and brilliant.
1: <laughs> um, Terrorists also, do like, start attacking fossil fuel infrastructure across the globe. Yep, it's pretty great.
0: There's also... Uh, possibly you know like the only sane discussion of blockchain I've seen in media and yeah
1: <laughs> yeah the only good use case right yeah it's yeah. really the book is really <sighs> well done in that it's episodic it's not too long you can actually just read like chapter by chapter uh, little yeah. glimpses of each story. Oh, and it's, bonus,
0: it's, you don't have to write a fucking book report at the end of it, so don't sweat having to get through it, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it's a, it's, great a, good sto-
2: it's a really good story, but the ideas it puts forth for, like, society and, like, and looking at things and capitalism is enough where it's, yeah, like, it, it's worth the read to get these, think about these ideas and how much we kind of need some things. How yeah. things uh, might be different and how, like, some realistic cases for how they could be different. Yeah, it's also yeah. extra how funny because be- the, ver- <laughs> <laughs> cause the copy I have is has well, you boring... don't
0: even have to bring that up. You don't even have to bring it up. No,
2: no. Okay, yeah. I'll, yeah. Let the, I'll,
0: I'll let the. You know, because it's only going to be on a couple editions, and then they're just you know, it's just
2: extra. It's
0: okay.
2: Hey, look, I'm to have certain things <laughs> in
0: common with certain problem. people. It's fine. It's fine. You know.
2: <clears throat> he was just reading it, and he's like, "Oh, this isn't about me." Right. <laughs> uh so I got yeah, some music albums you, here. You got music albums. Yeah, I got a few music albums, and it's always me describing music is very interesting because it's like, no, these beep boops are good too. Right. Uh so first album is by Clowns and the album Endless. Clowns. Which not Clown Clowns. War? No, like Clowns, ho- like Australian punk.
0: They're not they don't uh, spell it something stupid like C L V N.
2: No, thank you. I wouldn't have found it. Uh it's a real really organic, like throwback to like older punk it's interesting it was done during covid when everyone's brains were totally 100 percent okay normal mm-hmm. and this person just they just hammered out these few songs that they're like they're trying to like be metallica trying to do an 80s kind of thing but trying to also be this I, trying to describe australian punk is always fascinating to me okay. because they really do like it yeah. But it, it's like, it's this minute details that are different from like, you know, New York hardcore or like, you know, to any, other. Oh God.
1: Why does it get you off early Metallica, like thrash sound?
2: Yeah. Yeah. They do it really well, but then they just go into like, the, just basically hardcore, but also balancing it out with, with thrash. And I found that really okay. interesting. Okay. Uh, what is it? All right. Next up for a completely ch- shift churn shift of tone is uh, a <laughs> nuevo testamento and their album love lines right on which is another nuevo 80s throwback testamento. except in a completely different way it's basically it's a it's a pop album
1: okay
2: and it is done like basically it's like 80s pop done now better
1: okay yeah it took a lot of features
2: well it's a it's a tallow disco it's like discotheque music basically okay Right. But they took it in like using modern stuff, using modern tech and whatnot. And just, again, made it better. I don't know. I don't even know how I came across this. I think I found a remix by curses for like, mm, you know, okay. a goth, like a dark wave goth album that they were doing. And they did a re- Curses did a remix of one of their songs. And I'm like, this is really good. And I'm like, I, I sought them out. Nuevo Testamento does really good at like disco music. <laughs> like oh, it, yeah. it, sa- it sounds better than some, it, like the original eighties. It, that it took that they're clearly inspired by it was it's because I'm not a big pop guy, you know, I like Madonna yeah. because, you know, how, who doesn't? But like this yeah, was yeah. some, yeah, I grew up with it, but this is like something like totally much, I would say, like surpasses what inspired it. I that's highly, nice. highly recommend them.
1: All right. No, that's about always a good thing uh when, um, you know, they're doing something in the, in the sound of the genre or of the, of the era, but doing their own thing with it. I, I I think that's really that because yeah, like. most of the time i'm not interested
2: by that like at all like it, it's mm-hmm. interesting the two albums like on this on my list are like you know 80s throwbacks because i'm like i don't really care yeah. but they're so good i'm like i i gotta talk about um <laughs> that's how yeah. i feel about
0: like the midnight like i've yeah, only exactly. heard two songs by the midnight yeah. but they're just the bangers so it's just like yeah.
2: yeah these are great Fuck yeah because yeah. Yeah, i always say it's like do something new you know like impress that's me cool. but it's like when i mean but you could have, use two tool, old tools and like present them in a different way you know Like mm-hmm.
0: we grew we grew up with all those vhs movies right that would have these like little bits and pieces these like simpy sort of soundtrack bits mm-hmm. and yeah. which they did because it, it was cheap nice. to just set up an arpeggiator and let some fucking dude smoke weed and do coke all weekend with the soundtrack <laughs> together but there was Goblin. like cool little, little parts in it, but they would—they weren't songs. It was just this little like. doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo. It was like. Oh, really dude, cool There's melodies. an entire now you've got an, these bands that have just extracted that and turned it into yes. Fucking They're okay. Great. Let's make a track
1: out of this. Let's make. There's a an this. entire
2: like genre based on like what Goblin did in like Dario yeah. Argento films. You know. Oh yeah. The <laughs> like melodies. Sound-
1: yeah. From that time, an indelibly etched on the. the- Yo. The forms that are being made today—it's great. That's like an entire genre is to make soundtracks to movies that don't exist. In now, yeah,
2: you know, for sure, it, it's fucking great. So my next one is a little chill, more of a chill one that I've been really enjoying. I can't tell you anything about this person. I have no idea. It was just a random find on Bandcamp hmm. for some lo-fi music. Is a Magnum and nomadum and I'm a alright. We're not going to do that.
1: Sorry, no shade. We don't mean any. Just, I'm sorry. On. I can't pronounce
2: this. I'm sorry, dude. Uh, Magnum, Magnum in nonadum, and and uh, their Seven album Seven Geeses. In Seven Geeses, Seven Geeses, which is a Clark Ash, and Smith story that they kind of like. Their albums are like based on like Clark Ash, and Smith stories, which I found. Uh, was I thought interesting. that
0: was like, isn't that the Seventh Day of Christmas?
1: Highly specific. No. Right, right, right. yeah. <laughs> I'm not good at being Catholic. No. Uh who it's is the song. exactly.
2: But it's song like really j- it's a <laughs> it's really lo-fi jazzy um remixes of like and samples. Shit yeah, ton of samples. Okay. And there's a ton of like different people who do like sample music, like um dated who does a lot of like sample stuff, or like um I don't know. It's all over Bandcamp, it's all over YouTube. You know what I'm talking about for like lo-fi sample music. Mm. uh the difference is with that with uh and mesh i think is it gonna i've been listening Me- a lot of that yeah i think i
1: mentioned it and mesh mm. the big and, difference with magnum mesh. though
2: is there's a lot of jazz in it mm. which i thought was great which i think is great and oh yeah that's like shit micro-tune. ton of jazz and also like something i really wish people who do samples um would do more of
1: is they actually list the stuff they sample from
3: mm-hmm.
1: that would be so helpful i can't tell you yeah. how many hours and hours as a teenager i wasted looking up industrial samples from movies and trying oh to track God. them down from here to there and this oh, of, yeah yeah man it'll be so that's like, so helpful. It, it's
2: such a small detail really but it, i think i feel it's like respectful
0: well I, here let me here here's a fun one I, I may have mentioned this on the podcast before the reason i'm into fucking flannery o'connor at all <laughs> is because of the red line white line remix of ministries jesus built my hot rod as the yeah. opening samples are taken from the movie Blood, which was a novel that she had written. And that's that's how that all kind of came back around for me.
2: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I think I remember Industrial listening music to it.
0: introduced me to more literature than any other genre. <laughs> yes.
2: Yeah. I wonder why. Uh, uh, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think Dated also, like, it, it's kind of like a Dated, who I like. I like what that, what that dude does with his, like, lo-fi music. Uh, I ended up hearing like a, a song from like cryo chamber of a uh, word okay. clock corn Ops, You liked word clock when I DJ. Yeah,
1: yeah, uh, yeah.
2: They sampled something from one of their, like from, I think from one of the literally one of their tracks. And I'm like, Oh shit, they don't credit it. And that bugs me. Cause I'm like, well, what if somebody wants to like, I know it's just a sound. It's not like lyrics, but you know, I don't know. I feel like.
3: 15
0: <laughs> years with the exact same beat you know what i'm talking about the one from that matrix song yes the, the big uh, oh god what the hell is it i can't remember i have the song but there was this this one sample like massive attack used it yes um oh god Shows how much i listened to it that i know
2: exactly what you know exactly, you what, exactly talking. what i'm talking i know exactly about. what you're talking about uh huh uh, yeah, yeah. but it, it's like that where yeah it's gonna take a while but i'm like there are people who are going to re- recognize that like specific string of notes <laughs> mm-hmm. you know so anyway that's my music go check them out i have two honorable mentions that aren't very cyberpunk but i've kind of like been just enjoying the fuck out of them uh the first one's a book uh the Th- throne of bones by brian mcnaught mm-hmm. it's great it's full of ghouls it's full of sex necrophilia cannibalism it's good fun go check it out <laughs> yeah uh basically it's a fantasy book about like a dying roman fantasy world that is <laughs> due to religious mania and just ghouls doing mm-hmm. stuff and eating corpses and they just keep fucking and it's great go and check that out
1: what you say
2: <laughs> also from 97 what was happening in the 90s guys
0: well let me tell you
1: there were, <laughs> you know it was like the two we things i'm reading from the other day oh go ahead they, you know, we were just talking about this the other day in the meeting, based on the you know the the movie we're watching, and uh, the late '90s was, kind of, it was it was a really weird time. It's mm, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I was in my 20s, like, but it was really hard. Yeah,
2: because oh, yeah, yeah, I'm was, like reading yeah. Sanja Blue* and I'm reading *The Throne of Bones*, and they're like just holding
1: nothing back.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. It's
1: like fuck, man. That's apocalyptic Tasteless fiction in... was big on the on the, on the charts. Let's just say that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Good stuff. Was trying right. to
0: like take the popular thing and then graft it onto what they do you know it's
3: mm-hmm.
0: uh, and now we have these great awards for like men
2: writing women that are hilarious god. <laughs> it's some of my
0: favorite shit on the
2: internet oh god oh talking about well no not talking about uh it, and my other second honorable mention is uh save exclamation point by cool. uh Reverend Christian Kristen Michael Hader, formerly lingua ignota
1: okay uh, oh okay that's what I recognize yeah she's yeah. retiring
2: she retired lingua ignota you know and she wants to, she was in saved is her first foray into working under her given name and doing saved is it's like an art piece you know mm-hmm. you're not it's also it's technically it's devotional music it's like Christian devotional mm-hmm. music However, it's like something you found in a basement that you weren't really supposed to listen to Mm. because this person who's singing is clearly not okay. Hmm. (laughs) But it's like really... Because when you start describing the blood of Christ as a font of blood, I see that puts some images in my head of a shit ton of it. It
1: Sounds like a musical version of uh, Session
2: 9. A little bit, because... Like, the way she recorded is basically, like, she recorded on, like, a disc track, and then unwound, unspooled it, and kind of actually stepped on it in real life, and dragged it across the floor, re-spooled it, and then recorded that some more. <laughs> it, yeah, it, because it, the album made me cry. Like, it made people I know cry. Like, it's, especially the last track. Like, it, you have to go into it with as, this is a piece of art. Yeah. As much as it well, is, is a piece of yeah, every yeah, of course, but like this is something where it's like you're not going to just put it on because you want to like, you know, rock out. This is like something to ex- <laughs> it's an experience. Drive
0: you know, drive to Ohio listening to nothing but Arca once. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, this Question. is something I would put the, on in like a country road where no one's around and just let yeah, them wash it wash over me. Is it good know? music for mushrooms?
0: Uh,
2: oh, no, that's, I'm going to say mm. no yeah no, I haven't even really, heard
0: it. I'm just gonna go ahead and be like, mm, No, yeah,
2: do you, do you? How much of the blood of, you want? How a much, little,
0: you want some humor. How, <laughs> how much some, Jesus like... do
2: you want? Yeah, mm-hmm. you
0: throw, throw some Sisters uh, of Mercy on instead. and That's that's a lot more fun,
2: but yeah, she's incredibly talented. I <sighs> will yeah. buy every album she ever puts out. I'm definitely a fan, highly recommend. Some, and uh, yeah. that's my 2023 list.
0: Nice.
2: Oh, uh, right, well, I, I don't know, yeah. I,
0: Shadowlink is not here. You may really have noticed. I we, we, we're idiots. We're not mentioning it before thirty-five fucking minutes into the episode. But like he had catastrophic uh, uh, hardware uh, disassembly
3: okay.
0: and
1: <laughs> unplanned. Yeah, uh, he had some Plan? stuff
0: you want to talk about. One of them, I think, we, let's just throw it in here real quick. It was uh, the creator, and it looks we were going to so have good. a really well. We were going to have a really fun conversation about because he and I had seen it and. <clears throat> It's worth a look. It's absolutely like uh, that, That's what I'm gonna say about it. Like since since he's not here, we can't get too too into it. For, I can't believe the movie was only eighty million dollars, which is gonna sound really absurd later in this episode. <laughs> but um, you yeah, know, when you consider that, like, I saw the trailer for Flash and it looked like dog shit, and this movie was gorgeous. Like, seriously, because I haven't seen it stunning looking. I
2: haven't seen it yet. And if you go just look at the trailer, because the trailer gives nothing away, which I'm thankful for, because I saw I watched it and I didn't feel like anything was spoiled for me because it's just pure eye candy. It looks impossible.
0: Yeah. I think the last time like somebody tried something like this, like doing something this spectacular with such a small budget was that movie Skyline and that failed. But it was interesting to watch because it's like, yeah, this dude basically did these special effects on a fucking laptop. Now I'm not saying that's what they did here, but I'm <laughs> no. just saying they streamlined things. They had I don't think they tested, you know, for I don't think they started coding the CGI or anything before they knew exactly what they wanted it to do. Hmm. <clears throat> and these, uh the mechs look great. They look fantastic. Oh, there's like mechs? I didn't see that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. In, in addition to these like simulants and stuff, like there's a lot going on. And it's it's kind of a mess, but it's a mess that you end up kind of loving. <laughs> you know, it it's sure. stunning looking. It is like <laughs> I cannot get around how good everything, like the design of things, look cool. I mean, there's there's a few things you're going to take issue with. There's a few things that will take you out of it, but it doesn't matter. Um, Allison Janney is uh, fucking great. <laughs> like she she makes the most fucking moments in it. Um, but anyway, yeah, I just want to kind of kick that out there. and kind Got of to get that in there. Uh, yeah, check it
1: out. Looks incredible. Yeah. <clears throat> All righty. So what up, Zero? What else? Okay. So uh from my list, let's uh start off with music. I don't have a lot of music that I was tracking this year, but two uh recent albums that I've been getting into. This year, 2023, Gunship put out a new album, Unicorn. Uh, yeah. It was pretty great. I did uh, very much enjoy it. They kind of hit all the Retrowave buttons that I love. And then, um, you know, they do the good, the good Retrowave 80s sound. But there was also a number of tracks where they're kind of progressing. They're doing more of like a 90s industrial, almost like electro rock kind of sound. Like maybe Filter, maybe uh, Stabbing Westward kind of vibes.
0: Yeah. like so I really uh, liked
1: <clears throat> really like that. That was interesting.
0: Yeah. Uh, Carpenter Brute.
1: Yeah, they did a collab with Corbin Da on this album. Yeah, they that's did right. another collaboration with uh with Health on this album.
2: That's right. Yeah, uh, they right. collaborated with a lot of people on that album. I have a couple of songs from that album. And uh Monster in Paradise is a really good song. Like Yeah. I mean, yeah, I really I'm not No, eh, I like their work, you know. Dark Old mm-hmm. Day is a good song. Like I, I like to nitpick from their album.
1: Mm-hmm. And this one, I was worried it was going to be just like kind of more of the same, which is not bad necessarily. But they actually they did a couple new things, and it was really impressive that I actually liked it more than their last release um, uh, two years ago. I guess. Cool. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then the other band, I guess it was last year's album, but they were touring for it this year, and I got to go see them earlier in the year. Was uh, uh, Health I put out a new oh, yeah, disc? Yeah. Oh yeah. It was a uh, I don't know if it's dis- disco four or discoa if the four is supposed to be an a i'm not cool enough to know how oh, to just say that
2: is such a good album
1: but uh but yeah so two just two albums and um if you get a chance to, to go and see them live they put on a really great show they were fantastic we saw them at uh i think i think 9 30 club yeah it was 9 30 club oh, in dc oh yeah. yeah i'm jealous you got to see them live and uh and yeah uh the album is also really good consecutively there they're just a band yeah. that, that blends style so many styles that i like so well and so seamlessly that um they never really disappoint me and uh yeah you always kind of when you're really into a band especially like a more electronic heavy band you wonder like are they gonna be good in concert and they absolutely did, did a really good live show so
0: hell yeah they one of, i got i haven't done the deep dive yet because i it's funny i i kept seeing the name pop up and then it was like health and nine inch nails and I went. i just downloaded that track and I was like, yeah oh this is fucking dope And then I heard another. I have like another two or three songs, and every one of them is just hitting. And then I went to look at what the fucking backlog is, and I'm like, "That's a lot of music."
1: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. they are prolific, that's for sure. I'm gonna have to
0: go ahead and just chip away at that
1: over time. You
2: know, I would say, I would say to you and the people listening, just definitely start with like one of the disco albums.
1: Yeah, you can dive right in. You don't have to do the back catalog because it's it's a good representation of their sound across the board.
2: Yeah, Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, they're Mm -hmm. very talented. Great.
0: Man, amazing headphone music, super, super low sub bass. Yeah. Some really cool shit going on with that.
2: I'm excited about their new album that's
1: going to be coming out soon. They've Uh been teasing a lot, a lot of songs from it.
0: Hells
2: yeah. Yeah.
1: And that was kind of what I was tracking for from recent music. Uh, That wasn't just like the the old fossil 90s stuff that I listened to. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Incomprehensible jungle and dark step uh, music. Uh, that's more for, um, I guess another episode, but, uh, other media I was tracking movies. Well, I'll start off with a series. It wasn't a movie. And this is again, one that came out a couple years ago, but I've also been kind of going through a backlog of my, um, uh, my queue, you know, my, my vision, my watching queue. I think Mm -hmm. this one was on my Amazon queue, but it's a BBC series It's called Mm -hmm. years and years. It's a tight series. It's only like six episodes. It's not too much to get into. But it basically tracks like the story of one British family over like a fifteen-year period. I saw this. Mm. Oh
0: yeah, I did. I I forgot about it. Holy shit, it was good. Yeah,
1: and again, it was when really it takes good. Episodes. It's got uh, it's got there's a time jump, right? Of, yeah, exactly. There's time jumps over a fifteen-year period. It's got a bunch of British actors you'd probably know. I think everybody we realize there's only about twenty British actors that anyone can know about at one time. Mm-hmm. once one of them dies and one of them can ascend to the no- you know the the public knowledge but mm-hmm. uh, yeah it's got Russell, yeah. Tovey, it's got Rory Kinnear, it's got uh, mm-hmm. that's right yeah. Anne Reed, Jessica Hines uh, Emma Thompson's in it for a bit and uh, Tania Miller who's also in the latest um, uh, was it uh, Fall of the House of Usher, she's the heart surgeon oh yeah. uh, well, really a good yeah, yeah. that's right yeah no, it's, uh, it's anyway, fantastic, it's, almost, it's a great it series it tracks this family in almost like a, like a through a Glass Darkly version of our world where it starts off in 2020. Trump has a second term. There's like a, <laughs> a land dispute in the South China Sea. He nukes a Chinese island, an artificial island, and the whole story catapults that to like a financial crisis. This family loses all their money. Uh, the it's just really interesting the way they kind of talk about the media influence on the politics that's going on. And every character, every member of the family has sort of a subplot. And one of the most interesting one is uh, one of the daughters discovered that she's a transhumanist. So she's like mm-hmm. trying to become a part cyborg and she has to find an underground network of people who are willing to do these implants. Cause it's illegal. It's really well done. The other subplot no. is uh, there's a, a war in Ukraine where a Russian backed coup takes effect. And uh, <laughs> there's refugees from Ukraine that come to England and there's a whole Big subplot of that. It's really interesting, really well done, and really poignant. The whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was really happy with uh, with the time invested in watching it. That's not yeah, what I, I
2: thought it was.
0: Yeah. No. There's a lot of these great ones that are hidden behind these titles and like cover images. Yeah. It looks like it's just going to be another like crime procedural on the island. And it's <laughs> like, no, a family no they're drama. doing something fucking sweet here.
1: <laughs> like this is this one this looks, looks like weird. it might just be like a family drama and then yeah, it'd be easily forgotten, but it's actually. Really well done like I said cyberpunk adjacent there's a lot of good stuff that they do with um kind of like a bigger picture of cyberpunk and how the technology is affecting our society at large it's really huh. it's, it's done very well yeah uh so a couple of uh shows more recent stuff that i was, uh, bit, have bitten into i think i mentioned this maybe in one of the previous recordings or one of our previous meetings but uh i really dug captain Laserhawk. i know oh, that's right a, an adaptation of a video game but it was really fun again it wasn't that's- like too long it's not even.
0: It's like an adaptation of fifty fucking video games.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: it's like but it's uh, like Ubisoft's like six episode commercial, but it's fucking it. really good. <laughs> Just it's the right like amount based of like, on twist like
1: and yeah. uh, trope mixed in that keeps you like interested and keeps you watching it. The mm-hmm. like animation style switches a couple times. It's really, uh, I-, I had a really fun time watching it. I like Isn't
0: the ones like- I'm they to switch into, like, okay, so we got to we gotta make our way to this part of the building, and then they just cut to, like, Zelda kind of spawning maps, and yeah. everybody turns <laughs> into, like, 16-bit, Turn and
2: they
1: fucking... Turns into a Super <laughs> Nintendo game, yeah.
2: It's, like it's, based, like, uh, it's, it's based on, like, DLC from, like, Far Cry game. What was it, like, Far Cry Blood Dragon? Blood
1: yes, it's
3: it's
0: borrowing from that, and okay. that's... But there's also like one of the uh, like enemies is the bad guy from Far Cry 6. And like one of the sidekicks is not, he, well, it's Assassin's Creed, but what what is it? It's like a fucking owl. He's or a something. frog. A frog, right. Yeah, he's a frog. And a French accent. Assassin. Frog. I was
1: highly offended. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> from a French
0: company, no less. And then like uh, fucking Rayman is like fucking Tucker Carlson, but with like a Coke problem.
1: Yes, yeah. <laughs> what? The yeah, also so French. French. Yeah.
2: So also just French.
1: Carlson then. So just talk horse Carlson. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So that one was fine. I definitely highly recommend it. It, it. it looks like it may get a second series, but it's Netflix, so you never know. Um, the other uh, one also on Netflix. I was watching animated series Pluto. I haven't finished that one yet, oh, but yeah. really interesting the way they go into like a again kind of like a investigative. Uh, near future cyberpunk society where ai robots have citizenship or have recently Mm -hmm. obtained citizenship and there's a big mystery someone's murdering some of these robots Mm -hmm. and it also has kind of like a feel like a callback to um vintage like 60s or 70s uh japanese anime not all the characters i know but i can tell just like the animation style Mm -hmm. is a callback to that uh era of animation and the whole thing's a big mystery. It's really kind of uh, fun to watch it all and just understand how their world works. It's pretty neat.
0: Yeah, I'd only seen the first episode of it, but it really hit me like this. It felt like memories mm, that yeah. Satira Tomo like little yeah. anthology. Big,
2: big O that series. Big o. Ooh, yeah, that, that's an endorsement.
0: Yeah, it's it's it had that the, kind oh, of feel. Man. Yeah, because the first episode was an hour long, and I'm following this private eye cyborg dude. And i'm like hey that's really cool and then they cut and now it's just about this like robot butler who was in the war mm, and they yeah. don't <laughs> cut back at all like it's not wow. a pair of, and it's like it's it's a stark but at the same time compelling as shit. and it's yeah. gorgeous it's so well drawn oh my god
1: okay so yeah, I'll, check at, that, I'll check that out
0: yeah i meant to keep going with that one but i i opted for something else
1: and then I think we had also talked about you probably opted for Scavenger's Rain. Oh my god,
2: like, yes. If you can just finish it. it
1: today. Definitely oh. worth
2: the Pause the podcast and go watch Scavenger's Rain. <laughs> no I'm serious.
0: Pause the oh. podcast, go watch all twelve oh. episodes, come back.
2: Oh my god, you're not ready for this beautiful, beautiful emotional journey.
0: You yeah. cracked my fucking head open and I cried I want another season. I want one <laughs> so bad.
1: Oh, every God. episode is just so charged with so, so many ideas that they put in there and how this work yeah. works and what they've built to survive there yeah. and uh it's beautiful It's, it's fantastic beautiful. it's well done it's so that it's that kind of like again alien cyberpunk corporate indifference behind yeah. it all that's really uh the, resilience of the planet people. Very compelling.
2: yeah it reminds One me of a that. lot of like french comics like yes, oh, it too. looks like
0: Mobius. The artwork he looks
2: like Mobius a little bit, like not quite, but like enough where it looks like something from like Metal uh, Herlant. Yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it, there's nothing else like it. I've never seen any. Nothing looks like it. Nothing uh, looks like it. <laughs> nothing.
0: It's not rotoscoped. No. It's anime It's drawn. You know yes. what I mean? Like it's this is. It's a stunning piece of work. It looks like a cross between like yeah, Metal Herlant, Mobius, and like yes, album covers in like 60s yeah. psych rock and prog rock covers and stuff and like everybody trying to be
2: and everything is like so out there and alien yet it feels like it serves a purpose in an ecosystem that's the, the color
1: one. yodorowsky and <laughs> call type uh yeah yeah So yes. the, the fucking
0: palette the color palette is Beautiful. incredible it's like nothing. It's it's fucking gorgeous. It's absolutely
1: and the creature incredible. design is. Uh, yeah, uh, it's. I can't say enough really about how, how good this one is. And we're talking about. Yeah, we're, we're, really just you, but- we're just talking about two like how it looks.
2: Never mind that the story is so fucking good. Yeah, yeah. voice acting is fucking incredible. Voice acting is great. Like I think again, like I think there's only one other animated series that made me literally cry, and I think that was Primal, mm-hmm. uh, which yeah. I also highly <laughs> recommend. Uh, yeah, no. It, oh, God, it's so good. I'm glad yeah, you brought
0: Scars that up. Yeah, that, checking that off. Yep.
1: yep. <laughs> glad you brought that one up.
0: Love to shorten my list. Um, so. <laughs> uh,
1: and then uh, for, you know, movies, I had two others on the list that were worth checking out. So there's a Guy pierce one that came out in 2021. It's not, not a lot of people noticed it, but uh, Zone 414. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say it was great, but it wasn't terrible. It was like a good B movie for like a modern kind of B movie. Mm-hmm. But it's um, yeah, never heard of it. Basically, um, he's like an ex cop. There's like a a city where androids are. He has to go in and find this rich guy's daughter who's lost in the city. It's kind of like a gritty neo noir. Guy Pierce is great in it. I'm a big Guy Pierce fan. The movie itself yeah. is fantastic. It's a little formulaic, but it's fun to watch. There is a couple of like twists and turns that you didn't see coming. And it's Mm -hmm. just, like, really, like, gritty, dirty, sci-fi, cyberpunk noir. It's good stuff. It's always fun. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really pretty. Uh, It's really well shot.
0: The last Guy Pierce movie I saw, he was playing some sort of, like, reclusive author. (laughs) And it started out fine. And then it just takes, like, the biggest shit in the last ten minutes.
2: Oh, I think I knew where you were talking about that one. You were mad after you watched that. I I wanted my money back.
0: Yeah. I wanted my money back. I was going to, I was going to like get, if I got my like 6 back for running it, I was going to mail five bucks to Guy Pierce for hey, the money put you in. You
2: don't understand because now that I, the, now I remember, it's like you we're having a meeting and you were just so upset at the last well, 10 I, minutes I've, of this. I've
0: managed to memory hold the title of it. So like, I'm, <laughs> I'm good. So don't worry BMR's about it. Being raised Catholic yeah. has its advantages. <laughs> um, yeah. Don't worry so about What it. else? What else? Yeah, you what
1: else? Well, the last one that's cyberpunk as hell, really, that I kind of have rewatched this year. It's one from, I think it came out in 2016, and I've, I've recommended it to people before, but it's Virtual Revolutions. It's 20, 2047 Virtual Revolutions, I think, is the full title of it. Okay. But um, yeah, okay. I want to say it's a French film, uh, and most of it is kind of like green screen. There's a lot of color you know, palette saturation to tell the story. Mm-hmm. Uh, similar to Mutant Chronicles. If anybody ever saw Mutant Chronicles, has that kind of like mm. vibe, but more, I guess, more well-done, better budget to it. uh that one does really hold up and that's it's interesting it's like again it's like like a cyberpunk detective guy he gets hired by a uh a corp to hunt down this terrorist cell that's uh killing people through vr because vr is like the opiate of the masses now everybody's in vr they all love vr Uh, (laughs) but uh but yeah it's pretty well done like he has to hunt down this terrorist cell they end up like they find him i don't want to like ruin it for anybody but i I went into it thinking it was going to be like pretty laughable and, and not that good and i actually ended up liking it a lot more than i thought it was going to uh so mm, yeah, that's okay. virtual revolutions right on yeah check that one out uh and i i, I re that actually because uh as part of my book list here another book that i'm sort of rereading and this one is one that came out in the 90s i think i read it in the late 90s uh but it's the carlucci trilogy if anyone's ever heard of it? It's by the no. author is that, Richard. Is that Paul Shaun of Russo? the
0: Dead and uh, no? Okay, that's the <laughs> uh it's
1: No, it's no. not that one. This is a trilogy by <laughs> Richard Paul Russo. Uh, mm-hmm. It's from the late '90s, but it's like a super gritty noir detective story. Uh, it's a three-part kind of arc. It doesn't all have this one. All, all the characters are kind of interchangeable between the three parts, but uh, it starts with. Um, Uh, an ex-cop is kind of a fixer and it's in like a gritty future version of San Francisco where all of America has been screwed for years. And most of the rich people live off world now. And Mm -hmm. San Francisco is kind of like a free trade city where there's a lot of tech and deals going on. And he's a cop and he's trying to get like uh, a bunch of people into the free zone. It's kind of complicated. The whole plot. I don't want to give it all away because there's so many um, threads to it, but basically the first uh, book in the arc is like a real uh, true crime, kind of chasing a serial killer in the city. The serial killer is like a cyborg, really well mm-hmm. done. Like I said, it's the world he paints is uh, so visceral. Uh, and then the second book is a little bit more like a corporate espionage. There's like a company that's doing medical testing on some people and they have to solve these murders to get to the top of the, anyhow, uh, total like, <laughs> Noir, mystery, gritty crime stuff, but uh, with a real good cyberpunk twist on it. Nice. Uh, and it is fun. like really a parallel to kind of, uh, uh, if you love that Blade Runner feeling, they don't have cell phones. It is like a very land lane based kind of hard disk right. world. So uh, yeah, it'll get your, your cassette futurism fixed from this trilogy. Uh, and again, I read it like back in my 20s, read it again, and it does really hold up. It's worth investing the time to read that one. looking Trilogy. And the author is Richard Paul Russo. And this is like the only real cyberpunk work he's done. Uh, mm-hmm. He writes a lot of different genre, but um, uh, this three book arc was pretty, pretty well done. And it's one of those ones that's a little more off the beaten path. Not a lot of people have read it. If you've exhausted a lot of your other kind of foundational cyberpunk nineties stuff, this is one to check out.
2: Man, we're bringing up a lot of books in the nineties. We kind of like on, un, un, we didn't realize we kind of like had that in common with stuff we've been reading recently. It's mm-hmm. like, just discovering stuff from like ye olden days that we just <laughs> never really uh yes. well for me ye olden you got me you know you were more conscious than I was in I just <laughs> I
0: wasn't reading it in 97 man I was
2: living it <laughs> oh okay
0: yeah no, it oh, I, okay. I just, I just took some acid went to a reef that's all <laughs> yeah, like, yeah let's be honest I'm, not living it. I'm just being like oh man the music's all fucking weird in my head dude and then so Loving like, a
1: cyberpunk you want to read this yeah, book, yeah. and
0: I'm like,
2: if the letters stop moving, man, you know. <laughs> oh, real
1: quick,
2: real quick, because it popped into my head because we were talking about TV, and I kind of forgot that existed uh, for a hot minute. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna real quick, gangs in New York or gangs of London, excuse me. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> go, go, go hey, watch yeah. gangs of London. That's fantastic. <laughs> oh man, he just makes somebody eat an ashtray, and it's like when that happens, it's, you're like, oh. oh I see. Uh,
0: the, the whole assault on the uh no don't, the, don't the even fucking yeah no don't episode 6 season 1 yeah is, just let them it's the reason why there isn't a raid 3
2: <laughs> yeah uh just let just let them discover that on their own
0: yeah uh,
2: if you we'll want if you warm. want like interpoliticking of game of thrones but like the extreme violence of like the raid films cuz it's the same director mm-hmm. uh you know he, he stopped doing war crimes in indonesia and like <laughs> someone gave him money to, to film in London, they're just uh, keeping him here. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, this, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: this project exists to keep him away from like everywhere.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're
0: incredible. They're fun. They're really good. Uh, That's, that second season too, man. Wow,
1: oh, it's so good. Uh, Zero reading else.
2: Really
1: uh, yeah. Actually, I got a couple more books. Um, okay. So I, I, I bit into the Carlucci trilogy because the third book and the... Sorry, the second book in the series had a little bit more corpo cyberpunk stuff, which is mm. a thread that I like to pull from time to time. And mm. the other book... Sorry. Note-taking goes to the next page. Uh, nice. Market Forces by Richard Morgan. Richard Morgan did uh, Altered Carbon. Altered Carbon, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, which is also really good. I'd say check that out. The books are fantastic. Um, we can reserve commentary on the (laughs) book to uh, screen adaptation for another time. But this is an early book of his. that came out 2004. And uh, again, it's like a Corpo cyberpunk kind of thing from a Corpo uh, viewpoint. Our main character is um, he's an operator in the Corpo world. And this is kind of like a post apocalypse London, where it's like a post financial apocalypse where there's, you know, the the haves and the have nots and government's kind of collapsed. Yeah. Yeah. Just London. Mm -hmm. The government has more or less collapsed. Hmm. Sounding more and more like, uh, but um, corporations settle uh, disputes through car wars. Basically they have like oh. their best drivers oh, are the executives. Go out. They it's drive death like race. highly tuned. Yeah, it is. But it's like, but it's, um, you feel better because it's, it's actually like highly paid corporate operatives. So these guys are executives that sit in the cars and they go out and they have like a car duel to decide who's going to get, you know, this market share of, uh, <laughs>
0: This is one of those ideas that's like <laughs> dumb on the surface until you start being like, no, oh, no, I yeah. want this. Mm-hmm. this. It's really
1: fun. It's almost like samurai duels, like the way they set up the culture, and uh, he has to like climb the corporate ladder with his boss, and it's and they oh, talk a lot about the stuff that happens off camera in most cyberpunk stories, where there's like a lot of third world arms deals going on, and how mm-hmm. that factors into their his rise, like in the company. And then there's like a, a, a basically a, a police agency that's trying to reach out to him to work as like a mole in the company. It's really good. It's well done. Again, Richard Morgan in the book is Market Forces. Uh, if you like that sort of more corporal thread, that sounds amazing. Because it, it's that? like when you're doing like corporate,
2: inter shit, like I could see that being a little boring, but now they're like, but also Death Race.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Okay. All right. Suddenly it occurred to me the reason why you don't make this movie. <laughs> is because Elon Musk will think he needs to star in it. You know? <laughs> and by that, I mean he, he'll his next uh, whatever wicked sweet fucking automobiles come up in that movie, that's going to be the new, like, cyber uh-huh. camper or whatever,
1: you know? Hopefully he'll tank. just, like, actually challenge somebody to a car duel. That'd be great. Yeah, I was going to say, if he wants Zuckerberg to
0: Zuckerberg again, and then his mom will tell him no. Yeah. <laughs>
1: no. Right.
0: Got uh, any more books? What else
1: yeah, uh, So another one again, back to the 90s. This is a Jack Womack book called Ambient.
0: Okay. My, one of my again, favorite uh, genres of music.
1: There's another uh, pull from the, uh, the the Cyberpunk Corpo pile. The main character is a bodyguard for this Corpo guy. It's in like a, a, a future New York. Uh, the company rules everything. Uh, the biggest sport is like a rollerball sport that's done, but with like roller girls instead of like just the, you know, the big beefy guys from the movie. What? And uh, he ends up like stealing the boss's girlfriend, who's a roller girl star, and they go into the underground to go into hiding. But the boss, is okay. also boss of the company, who's also the mafia boss of the world uh, that they live in, of the world, uh, sure. is hunting them down. Well, New York is basically like the world; everything else is just like, it doesn't really factor. Yeah, in. Gotcha. Uh, but yeah, that one again. Just the imagery that he paints is really neat. It's uh, the way he kind of works cyborgs into this culture on the one hand it's like these uh almost like celebrities in these games on the other hand it's like there's a whole subculture of cyberpunk or cybernetic uh enhancements done on the cheap that breeds almost like a uh, an underworld of cripples that they go and hide in uh don't want to give away too much of the book with that one again an earlier book but it's um it's really well done it's like he's trying to find his own voice and how he's telling this story Hmm. about the world and um if you've ever read any other Jack Womack, it's, it's pretty well done.
2: That sounds really awesome. And I feel really bad that while you're describing it, the first thought that came to my mind is finally you could afford the rent in New York. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. I'll well, definitely do something for the crisis. Um, two no, other really cool. books that I can actually, one other book and then I'll end on a comic book, but the other book, again, this one I have recommended before and I reread it because it's relatively short and very episodic. So you can kind of read it when you're, You know, doing your your constitutional in the morning or in the evening. Uh, But it's uh, Neon Leviathan by T.R. Knapper. And that one's a little more recent. I don't want to say it's 2014, something like that. But um, it's a collection of short stories that are all in the same world. And again, over like a, uh, I think it's over a century. But the main conceit of the world is that they have a memory editing technology where you can edit your memories, you can have them downloaded, you can sell your memories. Like if you have a, a good memory really interesting the way they kind of go into it um the stories range across like a whole gamut of people like there's one guy who's like a tank commander in the war there's another guy who's like a veteran or sorry a refugee uh, mm-hmm. after the war there's uh, a lot of different people that main story around you can see how the thread is woven through all of them there's certain characters that are, are repeated and um and yeah, again, I was really uh, surprised how well done it was. Uh, all the different stories kind of threaded together.
0: Hell yeah, I love that kind of stuff. You don't see it very often, but sometimes you'll have a story where it's just stuff set in a world.
2: Yeah, I like. I really like that type of like short story collection. I really yeah. would like to see more of it, honestly, because if like if you have like a well realized world and you know just play in it, you know, like I, yeah. I enjoy that.
0: I think J.J. Ballard had one that was called like Memories of Spaceflight or something like that. Mm, I think you're right, Memories yeah. Of the, Memories of the space race. It's fucking super Oh man. It's it's it hits. The, the, the first one was basically just about like watching these stars like shooting stars basically, and then you realize the stars of these astronauts that ejected have just been orbiting the earth no one can hear yeah. it. Oops. Yeah. It just crushes you. It's good shit. I love that though. And then there's other stories like set in that same reality, but they don't cross over, they don't interact.
3: Yeah, good
0: stuff.
1: Makes it more real. Yeah, it's really fantastic, and like, and it, it goes over like the course of a century, and by the end of the book, it's like memory is such a commodity. Like nobody can trust like what they remember because it could have been like hacked by the enemy, and like mm-hmm. now what you thought was real isn't real. And it's just, it's mm-hmm. it would be like extremely confusing, but it's so well done. Uh, it really yeah, is.
0: It draws no parallels to the modern day whatsoever. <laughs>
1: uh and then the last title like i said it's a comic book and uh i'm only two uh two not two issue two collections deep into it but it Killtopia by okay. dave Ooh, cook.
2: that's supposed to be good yeah mm-hmm. he
1: wrote, he's a scottish artist dave cook okay um i think this is the first actually he founded a company to make this comic but uh yeah it's pretty great it's like uh tokyo is a mega city in the future and there's uh there's a section of it where haywire robots are and people go in to hunt the robots. And it's like a a televised sport. And like people are kind of streaming their own, they try to get uh, like clout, like influencers over killing these robots. And um, one of the kids is trying to do it, finds a robot who is actually sentient, like not just uh, like a crazy robot and Hmm. figure out why he's sentient. And it goes like a huge conspiracy and there's a plague on the land that is wrapped up in this. And, again, it's another really interesting one because there's a, a bunch of different viewpoints. One of the characters is a scrappy kid. Another mm-hmm. character is one of these, like, wreckers who's, like, a super uh, uh, celebrity in their world. And um, it's just really well-drawn, really well done. It kind of reminds me of, like, like half the detail of Katsuhiro Otomo. So it's, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> a little easier to read in a comic book. You don't have to feast your eyes on everything. Um, mm-hmm. But, again, there's, there's a, b- a little bit of satire in there and um, and I was really uh, impressed with how both beautiful the art is and coherent the story is it's really nice. I liked it, yeah, yeah I
2: heard right. I remember hearing good things about killtopia. I actually think somebody talked about it uh way back when uh if we're a, it was neon a Kickstarter
1: dystopia. originally was it yeah
2: I think we i think neon someone in neon dystopia covered that i remember um yeah i've i heard nothing but about good things about
1: it well, worth the money yeah. I mean, that's basically everything I had. I don't. Uh, you, you know the only two video games I play are Cyberpunk 2077 and uh, No Man's Sky. So there's nothing new there. <laughs> They're fantastic. Yeah, come out. Videos yeah. is on our list, and that's it. I did all my homework.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I I love uh, I love No Man's Sky, man. Yeah, it's yeah. a good game. I've like playing it since lose day hours and hours. Oh, I don't even yeah. want to know. I, so I, I got to be like now. 1200 or something at this point. It's just it's it's not a game I play so much as a place I inhabit.
1: Yeah, for real. Just kind of yeah, go hang yeah. out there,
0: put on some fucking podcast, walk around, bop weird creatures in the noggin. You know, Just fly through space. Day.
1: Yeah, it's for great. hours. It's fantastic.
0: Get a cool looking ship. Yeah, it's either a, it's either gonna look like Star Destroyer, or it's gonna look like something out of Warhammer. Fine, <laughs> I like it. Uh what you right, got well, for us? I got I got I got a bunch of music actually because uh I, I was just not feeling shit this year like the only book i've read was literally uh ministry for the future which is <laughs> it's really sad, sad. If
1: you're gonna read one this year that's not a bad one not no, a bad it, one to give people really for christmas either it's 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 a good book. yeah no it's it's it it'll um, it hopefully open some people's eyes like that's the, yes
0: I, I just love how well done it was like it, it's it's stacks really well it's easy to fucking follow it's easy to keep track of everybody and it does some really fun things with narrative and forms I, I can't say enough about it it's fantastic go read it but uh musically i was fortunate enough earlier this year to see this band live um as part of like a three band act and let that's straight up gonna tell you i'm not so much looking for stuff like I, i'm trying to imagine the setting in which this stuff would fit in cyberpunk you know okay. what i mean not yeah. not everything, but for the most part, I'm like on the outside kind of poking in at it as opposed to, you know, like, ah, this qualifies. No, I want to go to a club where, you know, everything is all dystopian and fucking cyberpunk outside. But in that club, Ace of Wands is playing.
2: Yeah. Oh, my God. I've really like you played like a couple songs. I remember in some of your DJ sets and I'm like, no. this is really, really pretty and sounds like some music nobody really makes anymore yeah it's like it's def-
0: not quite shoegazy but it's like yeah goth.
2: it's got some goth to it yeah and like it, it was definitely remind it kind of like i don't know it like conjured some weird nostalgia for me from like back in the day of like just yeah weird rock goth music i don't know I, it's hard for me like, to nobody describe sounds
0: like it nobody sounds no
2: like no it. one sounds like it, mm-hmm. it they're so pretty I, it's yeah. really nice i yeah Toronto's i
0: know. finest Check them out. They're really good. Yeah. The new album is called Desiring. Um, this one track on there, Blackbird, Black Heart.
2: It just like, oh, it's such a pretty song.
0: Yeah, makes me makes me swoon a little. Yeah, uh, a little bit.
2: Yeah, yeah. But yeah, they no, recommend uh, them.
0: Fucking drummer's awesome. They, they're incredible live. If you ever get a chance to see them, go see them. I'm jealous
2: you got to see them live.
0: I'm lucky.
2: Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, you <laughs> are.
0: Like, uh, by all means, like play in DC sometime. What the fuck? Like, they're they're really good. Um, okay, so the next one. It was, I was not expecting it. I wasn't waiting for it. I, I didn't know it was coming out. I wasn't aware of it. I didn't know that the guy was still making music, but I will say that the first, I won't even say that before I saw Laurent Garnier live, I had the album, I think it's called 30 and it had, it, it was kind of like techno and weird and glitchy and, and slow in parts and fast in parts. And it was really strange. And I really liked it, you know, it was a cool CD it wasn't something at the time that I could spin because everybody was still doing vinyl all the time. Serato hadn't been invented, and uh, I couldn't use it, and it pissed me off because there were like three or four songs on there that I wanted to like really spit. <laughs> then I go to Detroit for in two thousand for movement or what they call movement now, but back then it was dimph. Um And this guy did like a two or three hour set. This motherfucker's up there with like drum machines, couple three turntables, fucking. Mike up, nice. weird saxophone running through pedals and shit, and he's just destroying. And I'm like, "Well, this is the best each I've ever seen in my life." <laughs> second year, I go back. He's also there. He was either there the second or third year. Did the same thing, not the same set, but just showed everyone what was possible, <laughs> and then went about <laughs> his day. You know, like this. This is as good as it gets. So I, I, you know, I just I always think back to those sets every so often, and I'll, I'll, I'll like seek out a stream of them somewhere, or whatever. I, and then I like forgot about it. You know, just life happened. I was working at a venue where it was mostly like singer-songwriter or like rock bands and stuff, folk bands and stuff. So it kind of shifted my musical taste over that way. I still listen to a lot of electronica. But I was like listening to a lot more of, of some of the more organics. And then earlier this year, out of the blue, Laurent Garnier puts out a, like I, just a masterpiece, like an instant everyone should listen to this album. If you ever have any questions about electronic music, House music, how what you can do with it, how it is built, how you can deconstruct it. All of those lessons are contained on the album that I cannot pronounce.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so what's it called? <clears throat>
0: this is for you, Wojax. 33 Tours at Puisse saint Vent.
2: Nice. Nailed it.
0: I think I, someone in the world right now, their toes curled.
2: Is that an address?
0: <laughs> I think it, it might be. I don't know. It might be an address. I don't know what those words. I didn't look it up. Didn't matter. Every song is like, <laughs>
1: there's a number. It's like, 30 30 tracks. Tracks.
0: and there's not 33 tracks. So I know it's not that. There's like 14, but it's like a long album. All the songs are like 10 minutes long. And They're oh, all nice. separate. They don't mix together, which is nice. You can put one on. And know that it's 10 minutes, 11 minutes long. And then you just be like, okay. So that it's house enough. music.
2: Are we talking like ambient? Are we talking like dancey? Like all of it.
0: Noisy. I mean, okay. Okay. The, the opening one is, is probably like it's an easy favorite to have. But then you hear the rest of the album and you're like, but that's not even the best song on the album. <laughs> How is this possible? And I, I play it a lot. The first one is, was called um, Tales from the Real World. And it uses uh, part of an Alan Watts uh, uh seminar and and i, think I actually
2: heard that one. Oh yeah yeah okay
0: oh god i try to sneak it into a set all the time <laughs> like there's, i don't know
2: <laughs>
0: it's just it's beautiful and, it, and the, the way it builds it just talks about like it just starts with him talking about listening just listen to the sounds of the room you know and there's no good sounds or bad sounds it's just sound you know and then it builds up, and it comes back throughout the song. And then the song's allowed to do its thing for a while. And then he comes back in at the very end, and he's like, sometimes as the song is winding down, like sometimes like all you really need to do is just shut up, and the song ends. And I'm like, oh, I just kind of want to <laughs> just want to sit down every time I hear it. <laughs> just just sit down and just like let let just dead air play for you know a few minutes because mm-hmm. it's so perfect there. It's like the perfect song to not mix out of. It, it, it works against like you can, I've done it, but it's almost like you're betraying the song. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, not, it's fucking gorgeous. And then there's so, 13 oh, other songs that will fucking fuck you up. There's this one called, um, Oh my God. Uh, uh, it's on the tip of my side, 22 caliber. And it's just this French gentleman rapping about something while this fucking police siren is going off through the entire goddamn nine minutes of the song and you think it would be annoying but it ends up being some of the hardest fucking shit you've heard in a while like i don't know how this dude i mean i of course i know how he lives this shit this guy i've seen interviews with lauren garnier where he talks about how he likes to do seven hour sets because he figures the first hour to get everybody used to what you're into and then you can start having fun with people and i'm just sitting there going like that's a shift dude like yeah, gonna have a lunch break there, man. Seven that hours. Means, that just means I'm I'm a, I'm a little puss. Yeah, so it's I, I get that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, my next album is it's another masterpiece. Aesop Rock Integrated Tech Solutions.
2: <laughs> it's such a it's, did, didn't I send you this you can't album? Even like, talk
0: about you can't even say anything. It's, it's yeah. No, I,
2: no I found the, I found this album just like Bandcamp was like, hey, maybe you'll like this. And I'm like, well, got to send this to coin ops. And ends up yeah, I, was to- there. I was already
0: there. Yeah, you were there, there
2: before me. It was funny. <laughs> <laughs> it was really funny. And I'm like, wow, this is really good.
0: I mean, the, the all of it. Yeah, I, there, I don't. There's a, He has a song about meeting Mr. T when he was eight. It's fucking sick. As yeah, there's shit. some storytelling
2: oh, yeah. in there. There's some fiction in it too, yeah. like because it's all fitting a theme of like failed corporate tech bro bullshit. Well, he has that but whole
0: that, bit about, um, fucking what Van Gogh, which is yeah. stunning. It's a stunning meditation on like, you know, he, he was a failure in his time, but like everybody knows the fucking name. Yep. And, uh, Painting pigeons, sketches <laughs> of pigeons. That song. Oh, it's fucking fantastic. Anyhow, that just go listen to it. It's perfect.
1: Yeah. It's a good album.
0: <laughs> go. Um, I, I re- okay, so I mentioned earlier, I'm a really into ambient, and I, I no one in the world saw this coming with Andre three thousand releasing yeah. an eight track, hour and forty seven oh minute God, fucking dude. ambient masterpiece. It's uh, I know one person it pissed off. <laughs>
3: well,
0: I know one person who pissed off because he was just like, all right, you know, like, uh, you know, I listened to the first track and then like the second track, it's just like, oh man, are you, are you just wanking here? And the third track, I just turned it off. And I was like, well, I drove to Ohio recently and that got me to Pennsylvania. <laughs> like, I put it on and the next thing you know, I was crossing into Pennsylvania. I didn't like it. It was, oh, I mean, it's yeah. it's gorgeous. It's stunning. I, I've been playing it. I've been squeezing it in here and there on my sets lately. Just like pick one track because I do so love all.
2: I do love when artists like do something like completely different. Cause it definitely should. It's like Andre 3000, obviously You're a different. man of wide talent, yeah. you know? And I'm glad yeah, that he was, like... oh, go they ahead.
1: don't always land it. That's a, no, great. it's fantastic. It's yeah. great. I was almost, almost had trepidation, pet hitting plays. Like, is this going to be Same. I have to pretend this is good? No, it's yeah. fantastic. It's fantastic. Yeah.
2: Isn't like the first track, like literally, like the titles. Like I didn't mean, I didn't know this was gonna, this album was gonna happen either. Like something.
1: Like that. Like, yeah. I'm sorry, I really wanted to make a hit. It's hop like I
0: swear, I was trying to make a rap album, but this is literally just the way the wind blew me. Like all the song titles are really, really. Where the out. wind blew funny. me. Come on, he's hilarious. Come on, man, he's putting it right there for you. <laughs> yeah. It's it's really really good. Um, there's no there's like a little bit of percussion on it. Um, there's not really like there's no vocals. I do like. Uh, I'm gonna excuse me here. Okay, so this song is called Bipolo Disorder's Daughter Wears um, a, a Three Thousand at Shirt Embroidered." <laughs> I'm wondering who bipolar disorder is.
1: I'm gonna say <laughs> it's like a '60s pulp novel title.
0: Well, like, yeah. it's one word, bipolar it's so disorder, the
1: story.
0: but, like, it's like, oh, shit. Anyway, it just sounds like a diss track that no one's decoded yet. Um, <laughs> Next next <laughs> album, completely opposite of that is uh, that new Chase and Status, uh, too rough part one. Oh,
1: yeah, you played some of that.
0: Punishing. Fucking fantastic. Every track on it doesn't overextend. It's, like, welcome. You're in and out of this thing in, like, 35 minutes, but. Oh, is it good? <laughs> it's very fun. You may have heard uh, "Badadan" show up <laughs> the most appropriate times in my sets in the last couple of months, and that's just because it was time.
3: Mm-hmm. It was time
0: to hear that song again. Uh, yeah, fantastic shit. It's that's, that's very good music uh, that has been getting me through the week, in the year, in the month, in the day. Um, yeah, it <laughs> definitely going.
1: contributed to my... So, okay, so my... My, my Spotify rap bullshit, right? They were like, you share music taste with many people in Bristol, UK. And I was like, tell me about it, man, since I've been 20. Anyway, yeah, the Chasing Status, that was definitely attributed to that. Helped to that. Oh, <laughs> hell yeah. It
0: was so good. It, well, it, it's funny, too, because like I've been kind of getting back into jungle anyway. i got a couple of buddies of mine who have been kind of performing again under 45 thieves. Just check them out. It's been kind of making me kind of get the itch a little bit. Yeah listen a little bit more drum bass and getting some more compilations, trying to figure out how to spin it. Cause it's different. You know, <laughs> there's a lot more tricks you can pull off where you don't have to beat match nearly as long. You know, you just have to hit things right. And,
1: and then get that okay out of there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For yeah it's fun. It's, it's really fun.
0: It's really fun. Um, if I ever do spin it, it's usually at the beginning <laughs> because it's so technical and fast. That usually, you know, by the second or third beer, it becomes a challenge, and it's
3: time to slip into <laughs> house
0: music. But uh, yeah, no, it's 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 great. It's punishing. There's this one track on there called "Tough Talk," and it's just this chopped up vocal by this man named Quang Face, spelled K W E N G Face, one word, which is one of my favorite spellings of anything ever. I don't know why. I just I was I saw it. I was like, "Fuck yeah!" <laughs> and I guess the story goes, they said that they basically just, he had sent him a vocal and they didn't know what to do with it for a real long time. And so they just chopped it the fuck up for this song. And a lot of what they were trying to do on this, like, I'm going to say a couple of words that are gonna sound like I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> they said that they were doing some drill on this, and I'm aware of drill, but I couldn't tell you what it was if he played it for me. What? It'd be... It, it, what it's is that? Bass. It's just a, it's a style of music. It's been around for a minute, and it's just one of those things where I kept, like, okay. kind of, like, grime. Like, I keep wanting to get into grime, but then everybody gets into the argument of who came first with it, and I don't care. Who's doing <laughs> it well? I just want to know who's doing it well, <laughs> you know? But, uh, but yeah, it's not just your standard. Like It's not like right. just every track has the same, you know, kick drum, you know, snare combo mm-hmm. in it every track. Some of it, it just, it fucks with the form a lot, but it still bangs. And if you have any questions, just refer to their, and I'm check out their fucking boiler room set. It's fucking incredible. It's great. And shout out to the kid that was standing behind them that do the words to all the songs somehow. It was... <laughs> <laughs> um. Alright, so like, a couple video games. Um. Early in the year, uh, I was playing Meet Your Maker. I think I mentioned that.
3: Good game. Uh, yeah.
0: Good game. I, I kind of got, you know, other things came out, and we'll, we'll get to that in a second. Uh-huh. kind of... Kind of walked away from it for a little bit, but then I came back recently, like a couple of weeks ago. And
2: holy shit, <laughs> it's, uh, Yeah, it's, it's really
0: fucking cool now.
2: <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, no, I like the they added like uh basically it's like playing it. It feels like you're playing a campaign. Yeah, but again, all the maps are like user generated. Yeah, it, and it, it,
0: you get like bonus stuff. Like once you get so you know it's like little branching things, and you pick your difficulty, and they have not in there, and you can still reset. Yeah. you know. But it's now you nice, get
2: mods that are really dope that, like, let you move faster.
0: Yeah. Um, it's a
2: nice, like, small, it's like nine gigs, like, but it's yeah. so big. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. yeah, It's a lot of fun.
0: It, it's, a, it's a good time. Like, it, it's a lot mm-hmm. of it's, it's It's a puzzle game, and other people are making the puzzles, and so people are good at it. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes you just got to tip the hat and, you know, reset. But, like... <laughs> yep. Sometimes you get a guy who's just like me, who every now and again will just be like free XP, bitches, and then have all these like exploding traps. And you shoot one, they all detonate and give you XP. And you don't yeah, yeah, like it's cool. There is just enough of every ta- you know type in there. That's really nice. Speed. And far. then, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You just take a break here, have some free fucking gen mat. You know, like reset your other you know things. Yeah, they, they also did the thing where eventually once you you're because you you know you build a level in it or you raid the level. And building the level when it first launched, you only got to level 10. You can only like mm-hmm. prestige it 10 times. And then that was it. It just like, you could put it in social and then be done with it. Now you could just throw a thousand and reactivate it.
2: Yep. And then it just becomes you, a threat again.
3: Uh, yeah.
0: You know, it yep. doesn't, you don't get any more space or anything. You don't get any more, you know, credits or anything to build with, but.
2: Oh, but then you dope. can see your favorite base just like more grind people to yeah. chunks
1: and they
0: got all these different like art styles now since they've done the you know weird cthulhu beach and now the big frozen thing it's, yeah they it's got a cool. weird
2: one coming looks i can yeah yeah, no, I'm down. It, it, yeah it's something it's a good thing to come back to give the dev some love too because the community kind of dropped off because they're still working on it you know like yeah. but they're not really asking a lot for, of people playing though i think yeah they're not asking a lot for it either like it's they, they, they're 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 small studio and they seem pretty passionate about it. So these
0: are the guys that did a uh, dead by daylight or whatever. The one asymmetrical monster hunter game or something.
2: Yeah. 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 This is better than that. Yes. Yes, it is. It's farmer. It's pretty creative.
0: This is like a passion project. You could tell. Um, yeah. But the reason I stopped playing that was because my favorite fucking game came out armored core six, which I still haven't beaten, but I don't give a fuck. I keep playing the same missions <laughs> over and over again.
2: Guys, you can't, listener. You can't understand how every when when this game you don't know what those two months was like when this game first came out. It's he would talk about nothing else every time. Like it was that's all. I because you know that's what he was playing. Like Mm -hmm. that's just what it was. That's all he. You talk talk about about what you do.
1: Yeah, it's like this
2: was his job was to play Armored Core. Yeah.
1: Were n't you considering just, for a time having your limbs amputated to just be like the the torso in the cockpit?
0: Yeah, basically. That, I mean, yeah, if, they, if, if we get to that point, oh, if we get to that point, I'll be. You press the
1: button to let the dogs out.
0: Yeah. Oh man. Mm-hmm. Just, just give me some cool energy weapons, man. I just.
1: I really love it.
2: Um, it, looks it looks fun. I'm definitely going to pick it up at some point. Yeah. It's it's
0: it's screaming fast. It's a great mm. game. It's the best in the series. Still um, in my
1: card. I, need, I need to just pull the trigger and buy it. Just, yeah. You know. It would be a nice
2: shift from like Elden Ring because that's my jam. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's really.
0: <laughs> I think I mentioned this before when uh, Shadow Lake was on, but like when we all met up and stuff, I was over at my brother's house and you know, he hadn't gotten past the chopper yet. And I was just like, oh, well, let me do that for you real quick because I know the trick. And then uh, he went outside and took the dog out and he's like outside, I think they had a little fire going and he's having a cigarette. And then I come mm. out and I'm like, hey, what's going on? It was like seven, eight minutes.
3: And he's <laughs> like,
0: oh, hey, what's going on? I was like, yeah, I beat it. And he's like, what, already? <laughs> he thought he was going to have to like have a beer and you know sit down and hang <laughs> out for a little bit and let me really grind away at it. And I was like, no, yeah, yeah. do it. Just run up on the motherfucker and keep laying it in. Just That's it. Get close, stay close, take cover, mm-hmm. run away, learn learn I'm how to use it,
2: folks. Yeah, it's the, it's the asylum demon from the first Dark Souls. Like Oh,
0: it's, yeah, it's the the filter enemy, you know, like Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember uh, that that first week there were a lot of people in the the like the Facebook book group groups and Reddit and stuff just talking about how like that was your filter enemy. Like if you can't get past that, you're not going to live and literally like the next several missions are
2: cake. <laughs> like, yeah. Compared to that? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's
0: very funny. I love it though. It's it's so pretty. It just you know, and they have a photo mode. Bonus points. The only thing it's missing is a, a fishing mini game. All, <laughs> all my favorite games have fishing mini games in it, except for this one.
2: So, oh, just wait for the DLC, man. I'm sure they'll uh, put they'll put that in there for you. Oh yeah, no doubt. I'm, yeah, I'm, no, I'm waiting great. for the Elden Ring DLC, and I'm sure that's going to have fishing.
0: Watch, well, they're going to let fucking Armored Core mechs invade. <laughs> they should do an event like that that'd be great i had to kill See all these like me. little fucking sword dudes like show up like these like uh, you know fucking whatever show i mean like the core then you just step on them real quick. yeah yeah
2: yeah i mean I, I mean that's how it felt when fighting the fire giant where it's like i have to like shank this thing in its ankles <laughs> until it gives up <laughs> you know like it's it's the same thing
1: well, i that think was... we've talked about this before i've been saying for years man, we need to start settling all international conflicts like robot jocks yep
2: mm-hmm. 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 mm-hmm yeah absolutely
1: Two champions. Oh, yep.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. So I only got a couple more things here, then uh, we'll, we'll quit stealing your time. Um, <laughs> we already talked <laughs> about scavengers rain. Right? Sca- yeah. yeah. Um, yep. We need to talk about the fact that about a week ago I saw Godzilla minus one, and uh, yeah, that was good. It ruled. It was really yeah. good. <laughs> Excellent story. Really compelling characters.
2: You know how that's a, that's American
0: important. movies really drop the ball because they don't they, like the, the the humans are an afterthought and it's just filler for some fucking reason. Uh-huh. And I don't care about their subplot. And when they introduced like Hollowworth shit, I was like, I'm out. I don't care anymore. Like this is dumb. Um, <laughs> then I saw like a trailer teaser today for the new one that's coming out, and like King Kong has a son, and I'm like, okay, I have questions now. <laughs> and I, I don't need these questions. Meanwhile, um, there's there's Godzilla minus one, and it's just a wonderful fucking narrative. It's a bit of a tip of the hat to the OG black and white one. When in the two thirds of the way into the movie, when you finally hear the classic theme, you will hear at least one or two people make a sound in the theater. (laughs) You will be one of them. Um, It looks really
2: good. Like the trailer, like spoiled nothing again. Mm -mm. No, it doesn't yeah it's there's just ominous. better
0: shit that they did not give you <laughs> and uh well we were talking earlier about how the creator had a you know measly 80 million dollar budget and it looked that good and then I, I go and i sit in a movie theater for two well, almost three fucking hours because two or like one of those hours is just trailers and maria benuno's talking to you about gum just before you even get to the fucking movie and I'm just sitting there wait, you know, the gummy has kicked in and I'm just like, I don't need any more ads. And then all these terrible trailers came out and I was like, I don't (laughs) care. Get to the fucking giant monster. Then they did. And opening sequence is fantastic. It's intense. It's actually kind of (laughs) scary. They did a good job of menace here. You know, something that's lacking. I, I think from a lot of Godzilla movies is the intimacy of the, the violence. You know, uh, now in the older movies, we liked it because it was a dude in a rubber suit stomping on cardboard buildings. Super fun. You could almost imagine owning the tanks as toys. You know, like oh, it's yeah. uh, that stuff is great. But you never really got a sense of like, wow, 40,000 people just got fucking annihilated. And in this movie, you actually feel it. And it's couched in the fact that this is taken over after World War 2 and your yeah, that main was- character like his, was, he's got was, an interesting story for all that
2: yeah that was something i wasn't expecting when i found out that i was like it's basically a world up after world war ii movie yeah, but in hiroshima, hiroshima oh yeah hiroshima
0: falls and then godzilla shows up because americans were testing nukes in the bikini atoll it's pretty fucking incredible what happens next <laughs> uh, i can't recommend it enough i recommend seeing it on the biggest possible screen if you can um make sure you have your shots or wait until it's streaming and sit really fucking close to the TV. <laughs> it's uh it's, it's an it's got an incredible sense of scale. It's got just ah, uh, you know, it's it's funny because like there's the plan to stop Godzilla at the end of yeah. this, and you're like, yeah, you know, we just saw Shin Godzilla. You're not stopping this thing. You know what I mean? Like it's it's just gonna go back into the seas, it were. It's a great plan. It actually makes sense. <laughs> That's one of those things where I'm like son of a bitch <laughs> let's see if they pull this off and guess what it's cool as fuck um, also a cool plane in it that I didn't expect to see and I'm not going to say anymore it's just when you see that fucker you'll know what I'm talking about it's dope as shit <laughs> so uh, yeah that's pretty much our, our year either, oh, yeah, there was one more movie and I'm not going to talk about it but in fact okay. it is basically the toss to our next episode back uh, in the day. Yes. Uh, back in the day, I, I had seen this film on VHS, a double cassette. And, um, it was, I'm finding out, you know, in recent years, it was the truncated version of the film. It was a measly two hours and 47 minutes. That's the short version. The movie was by Vim vendors and it's called until the end of the world. And I am so fucking excited that we're doing an episode. About uh. it. It's not even funny. Yeah. Because they released a almost five hour cut of it, which is how he initially meant to do it. I now, oh, I can't. Dear listener, oh, we are God. not going to do a blow by blow next week. It's impossible. Or next episode. It's going to be a couple
2: weeks before yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: It's impossible. There's a, we're, we're going to basically just talk about what it hit,
2: how it, it hit us. It is an epic. Yeah. Let me just say that like understanding that it was like what the original theatrical cut was like three hours and not even like, not even in like this yeah. is like five and some change hours long. I couldn't imagine it
0: being,
2: Couldn't imagine it being shorter than than like five hours. Like in yeah. because
1: I wanted I'll go to go back and, hard and hard. watch the three hour now because I don't know how they could have put it in the three hours. So, so yeah, I, can I can't. It.
2: Yeah, I don't understand. I what promise could, you, how. It will frustrate you now. Yeah, I'm, I it bet. Will
3: frustrate you.
2: I fucking bet because it's like you, you say like a five hour film, right? And it sounds like something where it's like, how can a film be five hours and be like entertaining compelling. or good, compelling, yeah. beautiful. This film is because not a single moment is wasted. Mm-mm. at all it no
0: is- no and it's cool the way they do it on the blu-ray it's a criterion blu-ray that we're gonna yeah. be watching it off of it's split into two discs where the first disc is the first two hours of the movie and then there would be an intermission if you had gone to see this this is where the intermission would be yeah and it changes the tone of the film from that point on it, it's just i don't want to again not going to say too much about it mm-hmm. but if you can yeah, find uh, it and if there's not- like a criterion sale out there or something like that and you can pick up until the end of the world you mm-hmm. know Please, like, do yourself the favor. Understand again, if you're watching a, a like a, a, an entire TV series in a weekend, you can put this on, okay? Yeah, if you can watch gonna... a, a season of television in a weekend, or if you could binge some shit, you can watch this. This is the same yeah. thing. It's a, it's a five hour television show. It's yeah.
2: a. I'm gonna finish watching it uh, probably this week, hopefully. Mm. And it's I'm ready, like, because so far it's I'm in love with it. <laughs> it's beautiful.
0: Yeah. It's crazy. It's funny. I hadn't thought about it since like the mid nineties either.
2: Yeah. You kind of I, brought I it remember, up out of the blue and it was like, yeah, I want to do this. And
0: I like his other great. movies. Never heard of it. This is the third of his that I'd seen. I think I would seen wings of desire first, which is one of my all time favorites for sure. And uh Paris, Texas with uh Harry Dean Stanton. Uh, it's really good. It's a, it's a weird movie. I definitely recommend it, but he's always done this. Like, he had this dream of doing road films, and that's what "Until the End of the World" is. It's, it's, he he wanted it to be his ultimate road film, and I think it largely succeeds. So you know, treat yourself to streaming that somewhere, picking up a copy of it, a hard copy if you can find it, um, and and have that one on the shelf because it's it's a rare gem in the like cyberpunk kind of
3: yeah. I don't know. Context. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> As far as road films go, it's definitely better than planes, trains, and automobiles. And I hold that. I wouldn't go that head. far. I wouldn't go that far. They don't. I, I don't know.
2: Eh, I don't know. I think I'm going to have to be on zero side with that one. It's a lot. It's a lot, Those
0: it's a lot aren't of. pillows. Come on. You're talking about John Candy and, and fucking. I don't give
2: a fuck about yeah, John Yeah, but Howard. it's just. Steve it's, Martin. A, you
1: know, it's high art. It's high art it is
0: it's high art it is it is okay so yeah that's what we got um (laughs) coming at you there's a a, check all that shit out or any of it or none of it um we just talked the end of the year you don't have to
2: do fucking anything it's a stressful time
0: yeah
1: and big things coming in the new year too big things coming in the new year
0: indeed
2: indeed yeah we're we're, we're gonna be flipping a couple switches on here so we got some stuff planned
3: Oh, finally! Yep.
0: And um, yeah, I can't wait till that's all done. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'll probably like be regular again.
2: Um, yeah, we're just waiting to like do this final thing, and then just like because we're on break right now, and it's just like doesn't feel <laughs> like it.
0: <laughs> no, no, at all. No, it's it's well, taking everything to keep our sanity. It right
1: up, now, so, so end of the year slack, so. Yeah, I mean, there has exactly. been some some good news, you know. Uh, what Derek Chauvin was stabbed. Uh, Kissinger finally died. I mean, it's yeah, a that high was high fun. For that one.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I feel kind of wow. You no, understand to live a whole life with no consequences.
3: Yeah, yeah no, that. it's yeah, it's understandable. Not too far from here either. Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. over in Maryland, yeah. I think. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I I do appreciate the Anthony Bourdain, Bourdain the dress as doom guy, you know. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: <laughs> Yeah. Where is he? <laughs> yep. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're having a couple of bright spots here and there. But uh, it gets just, just, you know, bear down. This next year is going to suck. I'm
1: um, <laughs> <laughs> not looking forward to an election year. I'm not. No, it's an election no. year.
0: There's no way it's going to be better than this year. There's no, no. way.
1: Oh, god.
0: Hell, man. It, it kicked off Monday with a random house exploding. So fucking, who knows now? <laughs>
2: America. Oh, that's not how the
0: debate started. Well, it certainly wasn't the Republican primaries. Let me say that. Oh, <laughs> like, that's not the beginning of the election season. That's a fucking wank fest. No, oh, so,
2: <laughs> so buckle up, listeners. We're taking you with us.
0: Uh-huh. Oh, good
2: lord. Yeah, so, so uh,
0: like we mentioned that- at the top of the, the, the app, we've got stuff. Um,
2: we got stuff. You could find Patreon us. Patreon thing. Yep. Patreon.com slash Neodystopia. Drop us a dollar if you are so inclined. It it helps immensely. We
0: got uh a, we got an Instagram. and eh, we post pictures and
2: shit on there. Seek, seek us on Patreon.
1: Seek us on Instagram, but most of all, seek us on the Discord.
0: Seek us on the Discord. Seek us on that, the
2: Discord. We're gonna do more like live stuff. That was a lot of fun uh for Cyberpunk yes. Day. That was an extreme amount of fun. I really enjoyed doing that. Damn. Uh we're just gonna hang out with all of you more, definitely. Um uh, mm-hmm. so just join the Discord, say hi, you know, Twitter's dead. Mm-hmm you know so yeah just hang out
0: you know you, you can interact with it ask us questions shoot us a dm or lurk mm-hmm. yeah Lur- lurking is on the table um uh, typically what we'll, we're doing is we got a bunch of different channels about a bunch of different topics and stuff we got a live output channel if you dj you know you can promote it in there
2: if you and it's not a just track, us. It's like everyone's really cool <laughs> yeah like everyone's yeah. so great on there like yeah i i feel really honored to have such cool folks who just like want to hang out with us yeah, you know, I'm baffled and appreciate. Yeah. <laughs> That's really <rude>. yeah. <laughs> so, oh man,
0: but uh, yeah, hang in there this holiday, and uh, yep. you know, do 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 fun things, and, and take time for yourself, and and see your family when you can, and you know, see your friends when you can, and you
3: know,
2: yeah,
0: fuck fuck tradition.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Fuck, fuck tradition. It. Yeah. Just fuck tradition. Fuck it in its mm-hmm. puckered little.
3: Beep, beep. Systems are fully functioning. Running lowlife.exe. System optimization is less than problem. Mm-hmm. Server damage detected. Please stop whatever you're doing and make your way to the nearest exit. Technical support is on the Please vacate the area. Your lead. Please leave. Please leave. Are you even listening to me? Mm. I will see you. Ever. Server Block 3 is experiencing critical ignition. That's right. System failure imminent. I hope you are proud of yourself. Initiating the Low Life Podcast.